The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the History of International Child Free Day. I'm Cody, a co-founder for the Child Free Conference, and I'll be joined today by Laura Carroll as our speaker. Hi, Laura. Hi, Cody. I can see and hear you. This is awesome. And, and well, it's the 31st year and I'm in America, my part of the world, but it's already August 1st and some parts of the world, they're ahead of the game. They're in the future, as I like to say. I know. Uh, so they're already getting to celebrate ahead of us of this fabulous day. Please tell us all about it. Well, so the winners of the 2021 Child Free Person and Group, they will be announced in the wee hours tonight, United oh States time. So I thought you were going to yeah, give us a spoiler right now. I was so excited. I, I was like, oh, you're I, I, can't, I can't tell it now. It has to wait. But every year, I know every year it's like, what time is it going to be? Because it's global and people <laughs> yeah. in you know Belgium already want to know. But so a little, just a, a little background and uh, just information about how it all started. So. After I published Families of Two, I kept researching the child-free choice, really looking at why does it, society find it so hard, this choice so hard to accept, and that ultimately led me to do the baby matrix. But the research I did, uh, I found uh, this mm -hmm. organization called the National Organization of Non-Parents mm -hmm. that, yes, was founded in the early 70s by two women, Shirley Riddell, who at the time was the executive director of Zero Population Growth, which was an overpopulation nonprofit at the time, and Ellen Peck, who many child-free people know, wrote The Baby Trap, as well as she was a, a co-editor of a book, Pronatalism and the Myth of Mom and Apple Pie, which is still super relevant today. I learned and their purpose statement, I deliberately picked it up to, to read today because uh, I think it's so in, informative. Okay, an excerpt here is, it was an educational organization to make the child-free lifestyle a realistic and socially accepted and respected option and eliminate pronatalist social and economic discrimination. So this organization back in the early 70s was already up to what we're up still up to the curve. today yeah. <laughs> they're way ahead and they they knew the issues and they were after it now you'll notice in that excerpt is the word child free okay they used the word child free in the early 70s it was in the textbooks too so it's been around longer than a lot of people think in terms of the usage i found that interesting and at the time they grew to maybe 400 members and they were people that were they were parents, they weren't parents, they were married, not married, but it was really, the thrust initially was around the backdrop of overpopulation. So in the 70s, it was it was a topic for a while. Yeah. And um, they, in 1973, they did an annual non-parents award day. So they started what, ultimately we're doing today, but yeah. in a different fashion. So what they did is they, selected a, a uh, king and queen, a non-parent king and queen of the year. No, I'm serious, that's what they called it. They put the, the, the winners in a carriage, they went through Central Park, they stopped at the Plaza Hotel, they put laurel crowns on them. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing in public, right? And um, the winner of the, the king that year was a guy named Stuart Mott, 
and he was a philanthropist and a bachelor, so he was single, and the queen was uh, Anna Silverman, and she was a teacher, and she was married, and she and her husband had uh, published a book called The Case Against Having Children. Even that title back then was like provocative. So she was the winner and um, they, the festivity made the New York Times, which is a big thing. Mm -hmm. And the short story of the reading the article, which you can still find online, is that the reactions or the opinions of onlookers, you know, was uh, in, a, in a word, it was mixed. <laughs> so, <laughs> you have to imagine, what if we did I that today? Imagine. What would that how would that look today? Maybe it might be similar. I don't know. Depends on what the crowns look like. <laughs> they, they, In they any case, with tomatoes, we're not quite sure. Right, it could be. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we'll try it one year. We'll see. But. Um, and later in the 70s, they decided to rebrand themselves and they renamed themselves the National Alliance for Optional Parenthood. So the rebranding really was more to focus on the parenthood decision itself and to point out that parenthood is an option in life. It's a choice. And then they really grew. They grew to several thousand members in at least five different countries. Big foundations funded them to do some really cool things like they did TV and radio ad cap campaigns, all with the theme of parenthood is a choice. Think about that. It was on TV and radio. They went to college campuses. It funded also developing some educational materials that were used in schools. Okay, They actually made it into the schools. That's not a small endeavor. And uh, it was about, you know, parenthood is a choice, but also it included materials to get kids thinking about their aptitude for parenthood, mm -hmm. get them thinking early. Well, if I decide I do want to become a parent, what will I be good at? What, what, what won't I be good at? What a concept. So they were doing some really good things, public speaking events all around. And then by, you know, 1980, early 80s, the short story is that their funding started to go down. It got harder to find or get money. Imagine so that. By, <laughs> by, by 1982, well, foundations, you know, they get interested in all kinds of endeavors. You get a fight to get the funding. And the short story is they decided to close their doors in 1982. So, but it's a great story, great trajectory of doing some great stuff all these years ago. And in 2013, uh, early in that year, I got thinking, I kept thinking, going back to Non-Parents Day on August 1st and the celebratory idea they had. And I, why don't we bring this forward to the present? Let's do it now as a way to showcase now the child-free lifestyle and do it in a celebratory, positive way. So rather than call it Non-Parents Day, which... It's kind of a rocky way to, I mean, it says it, but I thought, no, how about International Child-Free Day? I went, that's it. So at that time, I broached uh, this idea of doing it on August 1st with some, you know, child-free folks out there, some colleagues of mine at the time, Amy and her husband, Lance Blackstone, they were keen on it. Marsha Drip Davis was in on it early no, on. Okay. So why August 1st? Out of the other 364 days. I don't really know. I'm really not sure why they picked August 1st. Probably one, I would think summer. The mm -hmm. weather's going to be good in New York. You don't want to do it in February, right? So people are out and about. That's all I could really come up with because I can't find it in any of the writings and research I did. But I thought I like August 1st too for many reasons, as in the time of year, etc. So 
that year uh, with some help, you know, uh, we created a website and we created a panel that was going to, you know, put word out to nominate people and we put criteria on the website. And that first year we got nominations like we yeah. were psyched. nominations came in and even from Europe, I thought, oh, we'll have, you know, wow. year two or three, we'll get Europe. But no, I mean, Belgium, boom. So it the first year. You know, with the win we announced the winners and they got awards that year. The awards were really uh, books and signed copies of books by child-free authors who donated them. So everything worked super well. It was a great beginning. And um, here we are, nine years running. And tomorrow's 2021 where, you know, we got – so we've got some, some new winners this year too. So I'm super excited. Awesome. So over the years, you know, we just uh, have our – our exposure from year one, we were just a little seed out there. You know, we've, it's grown quite a bit, and, and that's in large part to the online child-free community. Keeps the word out there and talking about it, especially during the nomination period. And over the years, I've had um, you know volunteers that have just done great work on social media to the best of their volunteer ability. They all are still. And we've had selection panel members that really have helped because they've had platforms of like, you know, 38,000 followers. Yeah. And you post and do, you know, you do the stuff like that. The word gets out really fast. And uh, we've had global winners. So, the, you know, media in Europe has picked it up. We've got a little ink in Europe over the years. And next year, International Child Free Day is going to be in a textbook. So I was approached oh, by wow. a scholar in New Zealand and uh, wrote the chapter, and it's going to be out next year. So over that makes years, it real. Once it's in print, it's it's legitimate. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're getting there, and that you know, the, and the most, the big important thing though is really highlighting the lives. And so every year we get nominations um, from people from all kinds of backgrounds, lots of different countries, and. You know, some are totally into their child-free passion. They've done research, they've done books, films, etc. But you know, a lot of people are just um, people that are living great lives. All right. So one person I love to talk about is Sue Lang Wu, who won a couple of years ago. Yeah, please. And she uh, she was from Malaysia, but and she moved to Thailand when she retired early. Okay, from her <laughs> career in finance. She and her husband, and it wasn't long before she started to see stray dogs and, you know, beaten dogs on the streets of Thailand. So she couldn't stand it. She couldn't stand seeing these strays. So she started taking them home and bringing them back to health, keeping them, if necessary, trying to find homes. Fast forward, she's got a sanctuary mm. for dogs and cats. And she goes, she's got a Facebook page. You should everybody go to it and watch her because uh, she goes to some incredible lengths to find dogs like into the jungle, does dangerous things to find these animals. So that's an example of, no, she's not out there, you know, touting child freedom, but her life is one that models what a cool life can really look like, you know, yeah, so who, who awesome. are we and how are we living our lives? So, the winners over the years, uh, every year it gets the, the variety gets wider and wider. And I just, just love it. So, and the awards try to get creative about those and expand those. My dream is we have had a donation fund and we do get donations, which helps to get the awards. That's all they're used for. 
And my dream is to, you know, get enough funds one year to like be able to offer you get a car and you get a car and or you get a car. Or what, yeah, what electric <laughs> car do you want? Or or maybe like a cool go to a cool resort, you know, yeah. and stream something. So be able to really like get fantastico. So, so if anybody you know, out there has connections to, to, to resorts, <laughs> like I'm open. Help. Help Laura out, hook her up with a, a Chaffer Resort somewhere and let them give that away to some amazing people. Right. So there's just a, there's a, a that, that's it in a nutshell. And now we're, we're going to continue running. And tomorrow I'm excited to have you learn who's the winner this year. I know. Everyone's <laughs> excited. Well, it's International Child Free Day. And so um, you mentioned uh, a publisher in New Zealand wants to put it in a book. Is it? Is it recognized anywhere or is it just kind of like in formality, it's International Child Free Day? Like, is it in a, how do we get this in a calendar? I guess is the what I'm looking at. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, I mean, Wikipedia has formalized it for sure. Okay. Um, and I think that, I think how I answer that is every year around the world, people I hear from that they're doing things, they're, mm -hmm. they're, they're actions or activities, even if it's just going out and toasting as a, as a meetup group. Yeah. Um, you know, so things like this, this is an example. Every year there's more festivities that go on and people connect around the world saying, hey, what are you doing? Hey, London, this is what we're doing. And hey, what are you doing in Belgium kind of a thing? So that to me is what makes it more real, you know, because mm -hmm. people actually do something for themselves or with a group every year. So that's awesome. Yeah. It, you uh, it, it used to be the. Um, International Child Child Free Day, Woman of the Year and Man of the Year. Now it's Person of the Year. Is there a specific reason why it was this made into person versus the two different awards? Well, when we first started, we you know we took a page from the King and the Queen, right? And we went man and woman. Good point. Yeah, I forgot to bring that up. And um, you know, I think it was in uh, two or three, maybe 2018. That panel that year said, you know. It would be a lot more uh, inclusive if instead of this gender, you know, thing, why don't we just do a person and then a group? And then if we did groups that way, we could have like couples win. We can have we've had winners, you know, that last year, a Russian Facebook page group won and they have that's in 60,000 plus followers. That's yeah. how big the group can be. So I thought is the, you know, the head of it just going, that's a lot makes a lot more sense to me. And it's really proven to um, make the nom nominations more expansive and inclusive and interesting. So yeah, yeah. It, so the, the, the Russian Facebook group is a, a great example. What's another group that, that has won the award in the past that you might recall? Mm, another group Well, the first year, um, the group uh, was a podcast and it was a couple who were married without children and okay. they were, and this is when, you know, before pod, everybody was doing podcasts. They were like one of the few out there and they were really candid. They had a really good following. So they were a great example of uh, awarding a couple an award as well as something that they were doing that we wanted to put a spotlight on. So that's another one of these so interesting what, winner. What do we need to do to get that little, the, the profile thing? Y'all can come up with a, like the bubble, like the, International Child Free Day under the pictures. What do we have to get Mark Zuckerberg to, to hook us up with with that kind of thing? <laughs> I wish we need one of those. If someone has any connections out there, or ideas. Let's let's get this going. Well, so I have to tell you, I have uh, I've pounded the pavement to like Chelsea Handler and Kirkman. I, I've tried to get through their the, their handlers of some famous people. Yeah, and tell uh, me about that. I can imagine there's there's a lot of 
of high profile celebrities that are openly like child free they are. by choice or by circumstance they're child free about it what's what's kind of the holdup for for maybe them wanting I to I don't know I think that they got more this. important things to do or they they don't want to maybe come out in this public way might be it um it's tough to even get to them you know to yeah. even talk to them so <laughs> But I'm keeping trying. So and keep keep at it. Keep at it. So the, yeah. the the International Child Free Day, like, is it all on you? Do you have a small staff of anyone to help you other than like the at the time of selection with the panels? Do you have anybody else that's helping you with? I do. Yeah. Media? And every year I do have a small cadre of volunteers that help me, and they're you know they tend to move from year to year. They're in college and they get some experience and they move on. So. Mostly to do social media stuff, do some homework for me. Like, how do you, who, who are Chelsea Handler's handlers? You know, yeah, where, yeah. where's their email, that kind of thing. Um, so I do certainly have help, that's for sure. And the selection panel, they are, they're volunteers. And um, part of volunteering for that role really is to help the platform and help, help get the word out there, et cetera. So that's uh, really works well every, every year. In the beginning, I, what I, did was I took the winners from the year before mm -hmm. and asked them if they wanted to be on the panel, plus other some other people, you know, yeah. like Amy and Lance were on there and uh, to round it out. And um, that worked, but I found as we went along, if I could put on the panel people who had more of a digital reach, mm -hmm. it helped the exposure. So mm -hmm. every year is a little different on, on what we decide is the, the best way to create it for the, the maximum outreach possible. So if someone's wanting to get involved for maybe next year and help volunteer uh, in some uh, fashion, how would they reach out to you for that? They can reach out to me at internationalchildfreeday.com. They can reach me at Laura at lauracarroll.com. I'm, I'm easily found. <laughs> out <there. laughs> you're, you're out there. You are out yeah, there. So, yeah. And that's that's what happens every year, too. I'll get emails from somebody saying, oh, I you know, really want to. What can I do? Or it's, again, college kids that need a little experience. Uh, and they want to have it be child-free related. So um, yeah, any any interest? I'm always or or uh, also uh, any ideas for funding to uh, really get some great uh, rewards in the future. They definitely, definitely. Oh, you're you're muted, Lenora. Oh. <laughs> no one ever tells me they can't hear me. Like that's unusual. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get a little personal, Laura. Sure. Um, you know, I, I'm always I always like to ask ask advocates how, you know, taking on these roles and bringing such awareness. How does it solidify your stance? And I mean, you know, I, I'm assuming at this point you've never you don't question your choice to be child free, but just part how like participating. Can, okay, here's my question: Can you speak to the importance of participating in the community if you find something that you're that you can do like like you know, restarting this International Child Free Day or helping uh -huh. with the conference. It doesn't have to be a big splashy thing or it could be, mm -hmm. you know, volunteering with you. Like, can you speak to the importance of that? Because when you're, you know, when you find something you're passionate about, you know, we, we usually start small and then it, it kind of builds and builds. But for me personally, it's been really affirming and just I've found my complete calling in life, it seems, that I didn't know I needed to have. So mm -hmm. can you speak to that a little bit? Sure. Well, for myself, I feel that with regard to International Child Free Day in particular, I was passionate about finding a positive way 
to educate and make people more aware because as child-free people, we know we got plenty of things to, of stigmas and things we're trying to unravel that are, you know, negative and we're judged and some of that's still so very true. So I want to put, what can we do that has a positive spin and what they did all those years ago, it might've been under the auspices of overpopulation, but uh, it, it, it was a great idea because it was positive. So that I feel was, it's my passion is my contribution of one, one of the biggest reasons I started it. And as far as participating, what I have seen over the years and people have helped me on all kinds of other projects in addition to this one, I find that when people are just starting to embrace their, their child-free decision 100%, you might feel it inside, but until you're willing to be vocal about it and to talk about it and talk with others and do things like this and be seen, I think it's, it's often on child-free people's journey mm -hmm. to their own 100% rock on acceptance within yeah. themselves. Yeah. It's part yeah. of their own journey. Yes. And once they're like you, Lenore, like, like once you're there, you're like, let's go. What do we want to do? And then you it's find- It's kind of hard to you're... back out now. <laughs> right. And you don't, and you don't, and you don't want to. No. no you don't want no. to. You want, no. you want people that are on their journey to, you want them to keep going and to find mm -hmm. that place within themselves. And all yeah. that fosters- exactly acceptance we're all in that game of change that's mm -hmm. i think what's great too is it, it creates this huge momentum and it's mm -hmm. in process for sure it's, yeah. it's great i feel like you know there there's there are people you know especially if you're at the beginning of discovering a community you want to contribute and you're not sure because maybe you're not as flamboyant as, as some of us and to be honest i hated the idea of doing video like this was not anything <laughs> i wanted anything to do with it's been a gradual progression so, right. You know, when you discover the community and you're going, well, wh what can I do? Where can I fit in? What what would you suggest to somebody as a starting point, something to ease them into participating publicly or almost publicly? Would, you know, go to who you gravitate towards. Like if you you love a particular Facebook page. D, you know, direct message, talk to the admin people, where do they need help? Go straight to Marsha Dred Davis, for example. She's very accessible and we all need assistance on our particular endeavors uh, with regard to Child Free Day in particular, International Child Free Day is to get involved in making it happen. Do you wanna be part of the panel? You know, I've, 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 I might even do that next year. I might recruit for it as a way for people to okay that's for me you know and this is what and have this is what i'm going to do also i find that people nominate a lot of it is their first step is they nominate someone they know that's, that's the first point. thing they do or yeah. better they almost they not well it's equal they nominate themselves and mm -hmm. for a lot of people that I, I can't tell you how many times i get like this little paragraph and then the, the self-nomination well I don't, I'm kind of scared to do this, but you know, I want to put myself out there and this is part of me being a child-free person. And even yeah. if I don't win, I don't care, but it's my way. And you know, many years we go, boom, that's a brave gal. Let's, let's give it to her. So yeah. it happens yeah. in that form as well. And, and that's a great way for people to get involved as well is to provide you with nominations because we aren't everywhere. And again, like there's so many people that are up and coming in the child-free scene. It might be a platform that's new, like child-free clubhouse, just like, you know, yeah. came out of nowhere th just months ago. Yeah, and so right. to be able to get that knowledge to the people who need to know it, like you, 
uh, that's a great way for all of our viewers that are watching this. You know, if, you, if there's someone that you want to give a pat on the back to, do you think they do a great job promoting the lifestyle, help them get some recognition, even if they don't win, just letting Laura know that that person's out there. Maybe she's able yeah. to find some way to give mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, a, a certificate or something. I don't know. There's something on the website, like just saying, hey, we these, we got some great nominations. We want to thank da, 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 da. I don't know. Right, but, right. Well, I think that one thing that panel does every year too is uh, rather than have a winner who's already really well known mm -hmm. around the child-free community, how do we showcase new names or who just you know came on the floor and they're doing something new and they're they're on the ascent or like Sue, you know, they're living lives that are just fantastic, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's not about making the the people that are already well known more well known. Yeah, uh, and it's yeah. not about helping them sell their books or any of that yeah. marketing thing. It's about, yeah. wow, look at that, what that person's doing in their life. And this is a way, mm -hmm. again, to educate on who are we? Mm -hmm. We're everywhere and we're doing yeah. great things. Yeah. So uh, that's that, that gives me a lot of juice. And I think that's a really important point to make that it does. it's not about who has the most followers or who has the biggest whatever because or who has the more, more, more wigs, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I need sleep. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to be funny today. Um, but you know, but because again, it can be intimidating for people who are coming in. I mean, that was my experience three years ago. Mm. I just start like I had no following. Was just like I want to talk about this, and I I I love when there are platforms where people who who nobody knows can speak up yeah. because you don't it takes a while to find your voice especially on this topic and it yes and you like you said you need encouragement and we'll try most of us try a bunch of different things to see what sticks and the right. first thing we start out doing isn't the thing that we're going to be doing three years from now so right you know it's just it's nice and it's such a good point and and i hope that that inspires people who have already have platforms to consider the people that have zero following let them speak because yeah. it's benefit like I can get personal. It's benefited me. I didn't know Cody or Jared, but I wouldn't. Nobody knew part. who I was. But I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll do this, and it's like, oh, I got to formulate my thought here because I wasn't prepared for this. But it's 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 important. Like numbers don't really matter. It's like th it's the person's spirit and energy, and everybody yeah. has something to say and contribute to the community. So if we can you know, inspire people or do it ourselves to create things where people that don't have a platform can share their story. There, there's so much to share. I mean, yeah. You know, I was contacted by Oscar in Kenya. If you saw the halftime show, you know, he's, he's in Kenya. He was looking for someone to help whatever. And now he had a, you know, a slot in the halftime show. And I was happy I could do that for him because they have profound things to say. Everyone has a story and we really want it to come out. So yeah. It's, it's thank thank you for, for helping get people that platform as well. It's, it's yeah. great. It's great to recognize them for their efforts and their work and what they're doing to help the community. Is there anything that you would like to um, plug or promote? How can people get in touch with you on social media? What's going on with you? Well, it's for uh, International Child Free Day. We have a Facebook page. You have, it's International Child Free Day. It's called exactly that. And then on Twitter, it's at Child Free Day. So follow it because we post all year long. So, you know, on Child Free People from History, anything that's going on, piggyback on great things that other groups are doing. So we try to keep that platform alive and relevant, not just when the nomination time is coming or not just when the winners are announced, et cetera. So, 
that's that's those are the places to actually you know join and visit and, and visit regularly. And and my I've had Facebook pages, Families of Two has a Facebook page, the Baby Matrix has a Facebook page, and it's all very often that I try to interconnect things that are that are relevant. So that's a start. Yes, that's Marcia. <laughs> Oh, she's a quick little short story too. Um, in 2014, we got nominations. I think it was at least three for her. And so the panel that year, we did something creative. We gave her the Lifetime Contribution Award for Child Free. So she, you know, we recognized her separately. Um, so each year, depending on what the how they come in and who it is. We choose based on a whole number of factors, and in some cases, we we isolate out and do something special. So we did yeah. for her, and she deserved it. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, in, in closing, is there anything else you'd like to say? Nothing other than it's been a great journey, and I'm so happy that it's going to continue on. And if you want to be part of making it happen every year, contact me because uh, we'll we'll grow it grow it together. Volunteers welcome. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. Thanks again. Ciao. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child-free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.